Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dude. Dog. Damage. It's the Lou Gallo. on the ah! the Lugauer. The Knicks are going to the Eastern Conference Finals and Julius Randle is going to play a big part in that. Yes, Julius Randle, the much maligned Julius Randle, the guy that comes up small in the playoffs, the guy that takes a lot of heat in this town, the guy that does not translate his regular season success to the playoffs will come up big and will lead the Knicks to the Eastern Conference Finals. Julius Randle has spent this summer much like he did last year. Remember, Julius went into last season off a really bad year where he pouted, where he was out of shape, where he went after fans, where he was basically not in the huddle you know, during timeouts, and New York City basically ate him for lunch. And as we've seen in this town, athletes that that happens to don't come back from it. But Julius did. He came back last year, played great in the regular season, all-star, played every night, played every minute, put up big numbers, balled. And when we got to the playoffs, and he wasn't alone, he disappeared. He was not good, and he didn't deliver. And I think Julius knows that. And I don't think it's because Julius is not a winning player or Julius doesn't care. I think he does care. I think that he cares a lot. And I think he puts too much pressure on himself. And he really wants to deliver for New York City, for Manhattan, for the Knicks fans. 877-337-6666. I think Julius spent the offseason. I know he got new, not a new agent, but a new like marketing um, agent, right? Like to change up his image, to change up the way he's marketed with commercial stuff like that. And I think Julius knows that this is such a big year for his career, for his legacy with the Knicks. Look, Julius Randle is a very, very good basketball player. You watch him play night in, night out, and I do. He is excellent, does a lot of things. The problem is when it gets to the crunch time, when it gets to the playoffs, he doesn't perform the same way he does against the, in the regular season. Now, you might say if you're a cynic and you don't like the guy and you don't think he will do that, you're going to say, well, what well, makes a change? First of all, you think a guy that can't get it done in the postseason is like that for life? We've seen it across all kinds of sports. You know, they said A-Rod couldn't do anything in the playoffs. said Randy Johnson couldn't do anything in the playoffs. Different sport, I understand that. I'm not comparing Julius to LeBron James, but people, you know, got on LeBron early on. Michael Jordan couldn't win and early on. I understand Jordan played really well, but my point is, is that just because you have not come up big in the playoffs before doesn't mean 
you can't for the rest of your career. And I fully believe the Knicks, building off last year with a superstar player in Jalen Brunson, with a motivated Julius Randle, who already took steps last year off a bad year, I think Julius is the missing piece. He's the X factor. He is the guy that is going to lead the Knicks to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think he won the fans back last year. Even though he didn't play well in the playoffs, I think he won the fans back. I think he will have the full support of the fans, the real fans, the real Nick fans, not the haters. He will have the full support of Nick fans this year, and he will lead the Knicks to the Eastern Conference Finals. 877-337-6666. Now, it's a bold claim because I understand the Knicks haven't been there often in their history. But when you look at the East, and we'll go for the big contenders here, I look at Boston, and I see a team that is frankly soft. I think they're soft physically. I think they're soft mentally. I think Jason Tatum is the most overrated player in the NBA. He is a superstar, no doubt about it. But he is so overrated, comes up small in the big spot. I look at the heat off of last year, that run. Jimmy Butler's a dog, not taking anything away from him. But they lost players. It's going to be tough to go on a run like that. Coach Spo, Hall of Famer, all-time coach. But I don't think Miami's going to be able to duplicate the run they had last year. I look at the Sixers and that mess. That is a disaster. They have the most, you know, basically the most toxic player in the NBA. And I understand if you read some of the reports now, it seems like James Harden is in the right here. But James Harden throughout his career is a complete and utter zero when it matters the most. He is a big-time player in the regular season. But when it gets down to the playoffs, stinks, right? Okay. And he wants out of there. And he will get out of there. And we'll see if Joel Embiid even Finishes the year in Philly, and he's not a Nick. That's that's another thing. The Bucks for sure. Now, it's going to take a while for Giannis and Dane to build that chemistry. We will see. I'm not going to obviously sit here and discredit them. And I do think Giannis has a lot to answer for. I do. I think Giannis is a great player, but he needs to prove it again. Now he brings in Dame. I think they will obviously be a force in the East, but there's no reason. Okay, Milwaukee for sure. But I look at Sixer, I look at Miami, and I look at Boston, and I look at those teams, and I say the Knicks can beat those teams in the playoffs. And they can meet Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. 877-337-6666. It is a big night in New York City, Manhattan, Midtown, Broadway, Madison Square Garden. And if you're new to the Lugauer, and this is Tommy Lugauer. I know my voice is a little off, but this is Tommy Lugauer. I didn't try to change a deep voice. I have a little hoarse voice. But... If you're new to the Lugauer, you're not familiar with everything I do here, welcome. And if you are a fan of the Lugauer, and I've listened before, that you know when the New York Knicks play and when the New York season and the Knicks season starts, got a little something we like to do on this show. And that is this. The Knicks are back. The Knicks are for real, and the Knicks are going to do damage. Why? Because they got dudes. Damage. That's right. They got dudes. They got dogs. They roll extremely dude heavy. Jalen Brunson, dude. Josh Hart, dog. R.J. Barrett, dude. Julius Randle, dog. Dante DiVincenzo, dog. Mitchell Robinson, dude. The Knicks roll extremely dude heavy, and they are going to do damage. The Knicks are back. That's right, recorded Tommy. And I got a message. I got a message. Because I know he's listening right now because he's going to watch his wimpy team play out in Brooklyn in the Barclays Center if they could even draw flies on you-know-what at this point for Evan Roberts. The leader 
of the coalition of Nick haters. And I give Evan credit this because he's open about it, his hatred for the Knicks. He is the leader of the coalition. But there are those that sort of move in silence. We don't know who they are. They are amongst us, the haters, the coalition of Nick haters. They must be silenced, and they will be silenced because the Knicks will rise. Let's go, Knicks. That's right, Evan. Let's go out to Brooklyn and Ray, and he's on the fan. What's up, Ray? Hey, Lugie, what's up, man? I've been waiting to talk to you. I didn't want to speak to that jackass, Evan. I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> um, yeah, listen, um, I you were not wrong last year. when you. I spoke to you, actually, that week when we were facing Miami. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I'm going to be honest with you, man. The Knicks do have dogs. The only one I'm concerned about, really, well, two. Yeah. Because um, I know even though Josh, um, uh, what's his face, the Villanova guy. Yeah, Josh bad, Hart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Josh Hart. He had a bad series, but it's not due to, like, you know, fear or anything like that. No, he, he didn't play well against Miami. Absolutely not. I think I think he's an ultimate dog, dude, because when he joined the Knicks, the entire fabric of the team changed. I really believe that. Full year with him now. I love what he brings. I think offensively, sometimes I wish he was a little bit more aggressive, and I, and I don't like that he passes open shots, but that guy is an automatic 10 points, steals, rebounds, the intangibles, the gritty. Like, he embodies New York City and what Knicks fans love. That, that was Josh. Who's the other guy? Guy you're concerned with yeah Louie, um that's what i'm talking about the other two guys is emmanuel quickly because listen mm. motivated though you're, for money this okay year. but hold on you're yep. a knicks fan so yeah. you know this is last year was his third year he was horrible in the first half like he was the other entire two years yep. of his career mm-hmm. and he had a great second half yes but we can't be given the knicks did the right thing he's a restricted free agent they did we, we can match anybody if he if, you know, if he does have a good season. So I'm glad they didn't extend him or anything like that. That would have been money that we didn't have to waste right now. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Julius Randle, who, you know, uh, you know forget about the, the excuse with the surgery and stuff like that. We all know, you know, he's come up small. So those are my only concerns. But as far as, like, a potential trade, Lugie, mm-hmm. I do not want – I'm going to use a term, term you guys use so I know I can say it. I do not want that bitch-ass Joel Embiid. No, uh, well, Ray, I, I know what you're saying with Embiid, and he has a lot to answer for and hasn't done it in Philly and hasn't gone on big runs. But if they could get Embiid and pair him with Brunson, you have to be, number one, excited because I think they complement each other. And I do think Brunson is a budding superstar. Embiid, of course, is a superstar player. The Knicks' chances of winning a title go up exponentially if they get Joel Embiid. I get the criticisms, though. And yeah, and here's the thing, though. Um, look, and and I don't disagree with you that the chances go up, but it depends what we're giving up. I'm not giving up, you know, quote unquote, the farm for him. If we can get somebody, you know, that's similar to, like, let's say, and I'm not a big fan of uh, the guy in Minnesota anymore, Anthony Towns. Yeah, Carl but Anthony Towns is an absolute soft loser, and I, 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 I'm sorry, he he would be a disaster. If the, if the Knicks get James Harden or Carl Anthony Towns, I will lose no, my no, mind if they get either one of these guys. No, I know I don't even want to put it in the atmosphere, right? But I prefer I prefer to wait for somebody else to loosen up because Joel Embiid to me he's twenty nine going on thirty nine. Mm-hmm. This guy had he Zoogie, he had like a super team a few years ago. It was Joel Embiid, Jimmy freaking Butler. I know ben Simmons when he was still Ben Simmons. <laughs> he had Tobias Harris when he was better than yep. he is now, and he had sharpshooters JJ Redick and proven sni- playoff sniper Danny Green on both wings. All the ingredients were there. This guy sealing into second round, and he has zero accountability. He'll blame everybody else in their mother. He lacks leadership, and like I said, 
his conditioning's not great, and he'll make a fake excuses anytime he's injured. And then the next day, when he scores 45, it's like, woo, I felt much better. Yeah. I, I can't do him, man. No. We got to do somebody else, Lugie. I feel you, Ray, and I appreciate the call, and I, and I look forward to talking to you throughout the season. I understand the criticisms of Joel Embiid, and they're fair. They are fair. He has not got it done in Philadelphia. You pointed it out. He's been surrounded with great players. He has not got it done. I don't think it's all on him. But when you're the best player on the team and you don't get it done, guess what? That's that's on you. It is. Fair or not, it is on you. Now, we had the same thing with Donovan because the same situation where you didn't want to give up the farm, quote-unquote, and you didn't want to trade young players, and you didn't want to trade Grimes, and you didn't want to trade RJ to get Donovan Mitchell for right now, and they went out and got Brunson early on, first year. Look, that worked out because the Knicks beat the Cavs. Now, I still think Donovan Mitchell is a great player. I wanted him on the Knicks. Met fan, New York guy. I would have loved to see Donovan Mitchell play his home games at Madison Square Garden. And I was furious when the Knicks didn't get him. I was furious when he went to the Cavs. But I have to be honest with you. Brunson balled out last year. Superstar level. And the Knicks beat the Cavs. Now, a lot of that is with the Cavs, and we'll see them up coming up here a little bit. They're playing the Nets. They're in Brooklyn tonight. To me, they have a lot to answer for. They have young talent, but they're kind of soft too, and the Knicks exposed them for that. And when it got to Miami, the Knicks needed to be a little bit tougher, and they weren't. And I think they come in this year, DiVincenzo, with the Warriors, tough guy, comes from a winning program. I think he will add that toughness, plus a full year of Josh Hart. I think you will see a different Nick team this year when it gets to the crunch time and the grittiness, and that will be led by one Mr. Julius Randle. Let's go to Chris in Monmouth County. What's up, Chris? Tommy, what's up, man? Thanks for taking the call. Yeah, you got it, bro. What's up? Listen, you're dead on, dude. It is about Randle this year. Brunson, he's an elite point guard. He's a leader. Mm Mm-hmm. RJ, if he could be the same and a little better, we're okay. It's all Randall. Yep. He's got to keep his head in the game. Yep. He's got to be score his 25-plus mm-hmm. or better, and we are cruising to the Eastern Conference Finals. The only team, and I'm making a quick and B point, the only team that scares me is the team you just spoke about, is the Cavs. I think we can beat them up, but if Donovan gets hot and the rest of that team clicks and we take our foot off the pedal, that scares me. The only thing, Tommy, with mm-hmm. Embiid is, I don't want to give up Randall. I think you pair Embiid with Randall and Brunson, we are a very competitive championship. Oh, not only that, I mean, listen, Chris, and I appreciate the call. They're, they're, they're a favorite to win the championship. Now, if you're Philly, I would think you'd want Randall back. I, I would think that. Like, I, I would imagine it's going to be tough to get that deal done without, without Randall. I understand that. As far as, like I said, as far as the Cavs, they got they got a lot to prove, too. Now, I think Mobley's a big-time player, but he's got to get a lot tougher. Jared Allen, look, good player. We know he's not tough. We watched him here with the Nets. He's not. Now, that's just not his game. To me, Mobley's the guy that's really got to elevate it. He's got to elevate. He's got to get bigger. He's just got to be more of a force down low. And Donovan Mitchell, we know, is a superstar player. Bottom line is this, though. The Knicks played the Cavs. The Knicks won. So, as much as I screamed about wanting Donovan, we got... Uh, Jalen, and it worked out last year. That was last year, though. This is this year. We're playing the Celtics, and I remember a couple years ago, I was there in the building, you know, double overtime, bing bong, the whole thing. Don't you wish you picked the Knicks? Knicks fans were excited. They were going crazy. Dudes, dogs, damage. You could hear them all night in the streets of Manhattan, and we are back. And the season is back. The Knicks are back, and they are going to... That's right. 
It's a different level, and New York and New York City and Manhattan and Madison Square Garden is just a different vibe, just a different energy when the Knicks are cooking, right? The energy, and I understand people like to take pot shots, and they say, you know, it's corporate America in there, and you have the choice between going to a Wicked and Madison Square Garden, and it's a tourist attraction, and it's this, and that's the coalition of Nick haters led by Evan Roberts that like to take shots at the Knicks. But the bottom line is this. When the Knicks are rolling, when the Knicks are cooking— Madison Square Garden, MSG, the greatest arena in the history of sports, is rocking, is loud, because the Knicks are New York City's team. They embody New York City, and they embody what we are as New Yorkers. So when the Knicks are back, and they are, it brings this town to a fever pitch. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. Tommy Lugauer. Lugie here on the Lugauer. Got you to 720. Nets, Cavs out in Barclays Center. More of your calls on the Knicks. Why I think the Knicks are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Why Julius Randle is going to be a big part of that. And of course it is Super Bowl week here in New York. Jets, Giants, we will get into that. And why baseball screwed themselves. Right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Six fifty-four here on the fan. Here on the Lugauer, Tommy Lugauer, Lugie. Opening night for Knicks. Opening night for Nets. I'm pumped up because the Knicks are back. The Knicks are for real. And the Knicks are going to do damage. Let's go to Nick in Hoboken. What's up, Nick? Hey, Lugie. How's it going? What's good, bro? So, I um, was listening here. So, I agree with you. He needs to take a step. Um, that is... Um, Randall. Randall, yeah. Mm-hmm. Randall needs to take a step, but he also needs to take a step back and 
play his role. In the playoffs, in the playoffs, he just it panicked too much. He, he let it get to him. Chucking up threes, that's not, that's not what he does. Yeah, and he gets sloppy with the ball. He almost like he panics a little bit. He tries to do too much, I think, is what happens. Yeah, he tries to do too much. He needs to play more in his role. He has support around him, and, that, that's, and that's what he needs to play with this year if we yeah. want to. Dude, he's a, he's, a, he's a really good basketball player. Why can't he translate what he does in the regular season to the playoffs? Like, he's never going to play well in the playoffs. Like, he plays every single minute, all-star, multiple times. Like, he can play. So it's just about him not, you know, getting out of his own head and being a leader and being that guy and allowing, like you said, Brunson, Hart, guys around him to find their looks and Julius just being a part of it and not trying to force it and do too much. Yeah, and that's what I saw at the, at the, in the playoffs the last what the last couple of years they've been in the playoffs? Yeah, it's just trying to be. He's trying to be the Julius show mm-hmm. when when it can't. It can't be like that if we want to win. It's just, you got to get everyone involved. No doubt. And him chucking up him him bricking threes off the back of the rim is not. No, it's not a good look. Three seconds into the clock is not his game. No, it's not. Especially when the competition sieve is up. Nice. He got RJ on the board here too. You got something with him too, Nick? All right, I I think we lost him there. As far as RJ Barrett's concerned, look. RJ is a roller coaster. We know that. It could be frustrating at times. There are nights where he's going to put up 20, 25, 30, and he is going to just be, you know, raining down threes. And then there's going to be some nights where you're like, get him off the floor. And they will. And he's just can't, you know, buy a basket. And that's just what he is. I, I think RJ Barrett, look, maybe he could take another step as far as a, a basketball player. It's, it's possible. He's still young in his career. But I think the. R.J. Barrett book and the player of R.J. Barrett is a roller coaster. And you hope when you get to the playoffs, he just goes on a hot streak. Now, he played well last year. Not, you know, he was good in the Cavs series. Miami, look, everybody pretty much struggled. But R.J.'s a roller coaster. We know that. I still think ultimately, though, to your first point and to my ultimate point here in the open was the Knicks are going to the Eastern Conference Final and Julius Randle is going to be the reason why. 877-337-6666. Super Bowl week here in New York. Who I think is winning the game, and we'll have a little few more thoughts on that. We got a Daniel Jones update today and why baseball screwed themselves right here on the fan. Seven oh two here on the Lugauer. Gotcha to seven twenty. Chris and Tim got the call out in Brooklyn. Nets Cavs. Quickly on the baseball, I'm going to spend like 30 seconds on it, so just bear with me. Nobody cares about the World Series as far as the team's playing. It's Texas. It's Arizona. It will be the lowest-rated World Series in the history of the World Series. And baseball has nobody to blame but themselves because Rob Manfred decided to let 40,000 teams into the postseason, and somehow the Mets still can't get in, and somehow the Yankees still couldn't get in. But when you allow 400 billion teams to make the postseason, you allow mediocre teams that won basically you know 84 games, like Arizona, whatever it was, to get in. And you saw it last year, and this is not good because no one's going to watch this. It's Arizona, it's Texas, nobody cares, and baseball only has themselves to blame. But here in New York, something we do care about, and it's Super Bowl week, is Giants-Jets. It is going to be personal. It is going to get ugly, and that's just on this radio station. Giants fans, Jets fans, it's not the game we thought it would be when we sat here over the summer. It will not include Aaron Rodgers. It will not, I know not officially, it's out there yet, it will not include Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is not coming back this week. I don't think we see Daniel Jones for a while. 
So it's not the game, it's not the quarterback matchup we thought about, dreamt about over the summer. But it's still for bragging rights. It's still a massive game for both teams. Jets coming off their best win, I think, in in basically, you know, a decade. I mean, it's their most impressive win of the season for sure. I think the Eagle win is more impressive than the Bills game, especially with the way the Bills have looked over the last couple weeks and how Philly looked on Sunday night. Jets off the bye. Giants now off the big win against Washington. Washington always a get-right spot. I don't think we see Daniel Jones. I do think it will be the formerly Tyrod now. Tyrod Taylor under center, and I think the Giants win the game. I think this is a good spot for them. Building off the momentum of the win. Jets off a bye, historically terrible off the bye. Giants off the win. And for the first time on Sunday, you saw a Giant team look like a Giant team that we thought we were going to see all year. On defense, they've played a hell of a lot better the last two weeks. The pass rush is there. They're creating more turnovers, more turnover opportunities. The offensive line has played a lot better. And Andrew Thomas is trending towards playing. And to me... When you get Andrew Thomas back in the lineup, one of the best offensive linemen in football, the Giants' offense is going to look different. And Saquon Barkley, his addition to the lineup, of course, has been massive. Massive. The offense is just different when he's playing because defenses have to respect him. And he's one of the best running backs in football. And for what the Giants want to do on offense, Saquon Barkley is a large part of that. So the Giants are getting healthy. The Giants have... Momentum, And it's not that the Jets don't, but the Giants, fresh off the win, I think they have it. And I just feel like it's that spot, right? Like, the Jets are favored in this game. So if you want to look at, and I do and, and look at things like this, you want to lay points with Zach Wilson? No, you don't. How many, how many times has Zach Wilson been a favorite in his career? Is that something you're comfortable with? And this just feels like a win for the Giants. Now, what I will say... Is the Jets I have a better roster. They have a much better shot to make a run here because they have the better roster. I'm just talking about this Sunday, MetLife, bragging rights, the fans hate each other. It is at a fever pitch. And I think for a while, the Jet-Giant fan rivalry was not fierce for whatever reason. You think it would be, right? They share a building. I think part of it is that they don't play a lot. What is it, every four years? I think that's part of it. And I think they've always been sort of fourth behind Mets Yankees, Rangers Islanders, Knicks uh, Nets. You want to even throw the Devils in there as far as the rivalry with the hockey teams. But I think the giant Jet fan rivalry is at a fever pitch now. It's at the highest it's ever been because Giant fans were sick of hearing about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets all of season. And I think the Jets fan is sick and tired of the Giant fans' elitist, sort of uh, um, dismissive personality and attitude towards them. And the Jets and the Jet fan wants their time in the sun. They've waited long enough, right? You can't say Jet fan without long and suffering in front of it. The Jets and the Jet fan came into this season, you, came into this season excited, pumped up, because it was finally your time to shine. Now, it went down the drain in four plays, and maybe you get a second lease on life if Aaron Rodgers is able to come back this season, which he won't put a date on it, but all accounts are he is pushing, and his goal is to come back in the regular season. If that happens and he can stay healthy, the Jets can win the Super Bowl. They can. Doesn't mean they will. I don't think they will, but they can. Because they have a great defense. They have a stud running back. They have a big-time wide receiver, and they will be inserting the missing piece, 
and that is Aaron Rodgers, a future Hall of Famer. But Aaron Rodgers is not playing on Sunday. And in this spot, Zach Wilson, all the pressure, Giants off the get-right spot, better head coaches on the Giants. The Giants have sort of found their way over the last couple weeks. The schedule we know was brutal. You want to sit here and say the NFL screwed them? Fine. The schedule was brutal to start the season. They got smacked. They got embarrassed. They look like the worst team in football. They look like an expansion team. They get the win on Sunday. They got a little momentum going in this game, and I do think the Giants, it'll be sloppy. If you like punts, this is the game for you. It will be low scoring, but the Giants will find a way. 877-337-6666. Johnny is down the shore. What's up, Johnny? What's up, Dan? How are you? Good, bro. What's up? Good. Listen, I love, but to be fair, first time I've ever called, and I've you know, it's funny. Yeah. I know you're not on a long time call. Johnny, if we were, uh, you know, grabbing a pop at DJs, you could use that language, but not exactly. not here. No, you're now, good, bro. I'm a Jets fan. You're a Giants fan. Okay? Yes. I have a couple questions. I was listening to you last night, mm-hmm. and you kind of, you, you, you took a little bit of the you-know-what on Mr. Sala, which is fair. Okay. Okay. I'm asking you two questions. Yes. Did you watch this? Because you talked about the momentum that the Giants have on the win. Mm-hmm. So the two questions I have yes. would be, uh, and then if you don't mind me responding to your response, it'd be great. Yeah, no problem. What did you see in the second half of that game that equals momentum? Okay, this is what I would say oh. about that, Johnny. Well, and so no, no, well, let me, let me, well, I thought, oh, so you want to ask them both first. I got you. Okay. What, what did you see in the second half of that game that constitutes momentum under any category? Momentum, yep. And the second one mm-hmm. would be, Given the way the Giants started last year mm-hmm. and how they started this year, yes, and you compare that to Salah, okay. what makes Dable that much better than Salah? Okay, so first one is the game on Sunday. I think that yeah. game, the score is misleading. Shepard, Muff Punt. Thibodeau dropped in a walk-in touchdown pick six. Barkley fumbled. They should have won that game by 14 points, bare minimum. The score is not reflective of the actually way they played. They dominated the game. Taylor had a better first half than second half, but I thought in a lot of ways they dominated the game. Now, look, Washington's not a great team. They're a solid team. To be fair, to be fair, Giants defense fantastic. I hate the Giants. I'm a massive Phil Simms, Eli Manning fan. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be fair. Where was the momentum in the second half? If that kid doesn't drop that pass on the sidelines, do the skins go in and score? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I thought they had it. And as far as your second part, I think that Brian Dable has, even in this short time, has a better resume than Robert Sala. I mean, Brian Dable, coach of the year, won a playoff game on the road. Robert Sala has not done that. Now, Robert Sala is a great, great, I'll use the word great, defensive mind. We've seen it with San Francisco. We've seen it with the Jets. As far as the defensive side of the ball, he is outstanding. As far as a head coach, as far as a leader, as far as an X and O's on offense, as far as game management, as far as timeouts, as far as knowing what to do on the sideline as the lead guy on a team, he has a lot to prove, and so far, he has not been good. So he has a lot to prove. Dable still has a lot to prove, and he hasn't been outstanding. He's been pretty bad this year, Dable. I I will say that as a Dable supporter, the people's champ. But if you're looking at overall resume, if you were to say who, if I'm playing one game, Sala or Dable, who I want head coaching that, I think Giant fans and Jet fans would both agree it would be 
Brian Dable, 877-337-6666. And we're heading out to Brooklyn here in a few minutes, so I want to give the Nets a little bit of love here. Ben Simmons. And I understand Net fans are excited because of a couple plays in the preseason. I'm not trying to belittle it because I do think Ben Simmons, if you watch highlights of Ben Simmons with the Sixers and you have not seen his any games with the Nets, you would be like, well, this guy is an outstanding basketball player. I mean, he is a top 10, top 15 player in the NBA. Okay, if I just showed you those highlights. And then if I, after showing you them, showed you his highlights on the Nets where he's basically afraid to look at the basket, you would say, what the hell happened to this guy? Now, is it injuries? Is it the back? Is he not wanting to play? Is it mental? I have no idea. Only Ben Simmons knows that. Now, preseason, he's looked outstanding. What is he going to be this year? And I've had this conversation with Evan, and I will admit, we placed a bet on Sunday for Ben Simmons to win the MVP. Never happening, but the odds are crazy. But that's where that excitement level is. Now, I'm not a Net fan. I'm a huge Nick fan. Evan obviously being the Net fan, and we did it with Marash, the other Net fan. This is going one of two ways. Either it's not MVP, but I do think Ben Simmons, if he can take what he's done in the preseason and actually want to play basketball and actually want to shoot the ball and actually want to look at the basket, Ben Simmons could be an all-star. But Ben Simmons, if, you know, a week into the season doesn't feel like playing and wants to, you know, dress up in his pajamas, uh, you know, uh, on the sidelines for the rest of the season, that could also easily happen. Either could happen. I cannot predict it. Nobody could predict it. This guy is basically the biggest enigma in the in maybe in the history of the NBA. I'm, sure, I'm telling you, if you saw highlights of this guy with the Philadelphia, you would say, my goodness. And now it looks like he doesn't even know how to play basketball and doesn't want to play basketball. But if he has really figured it out and turned it around, I think Ben Simmons could be an all-star. But, again, trying to predict if this guy's ready to play basketball is absolutely impossible. That'll do it for me. My thanks to Connor Green on the other side of the glass. Chris and Tim are up next. They got the call in Brooklyn. Cavs, Nets, opening night, Knicks, Celtics. Super Bowl week here in New York. Jets, Giants, we will get you prepared for that game on Evan and Tiki. NWFAN throughout, but Evan and Tiki tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Later. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.